Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What is up, y'all? How y'all doing? What's up? What's up? Oh, man. How y'all been? (laughs) We're chilling right now. Um, As most of y'all may know, especially if you follow our or subscribe to our vlog channel, we are now in a new apartment. Yes, this creative <laughs> space is given. Yeah, <laughs> let's give them a visual. What 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 are we seeing and experiencing right now? All right, so um, we're sitting up under a blue light. Yep. Um, <laughs> there is what appears to be stars in the sky. Yep, on the ceiling. We got it on the ceiling. <laughs> and and. I don't it's just a dope vibe it's like we got our little chalkboard on the wall it have like um neon markers so you can see like the neon colors real good like in the dark room um we have the led lights going around the desk yeah and then (laughs) carla didn't mention the fact that she's being swallowed by a big ass beanbag right now yeah i'm trying to (laughs) sit up on it y'all so it's like my booty like really stuffed in here (laughs) why you uh sitting up i don't know i'm laid back yeah nick laid back i'm sitting up i guess because i feel like i'm kind of compact kind of short so i want to be able to get to my phone and my wine Oh yes, that is one thing. We're gonna have to like have a way where we can conveniently get to the wine. Cause that's why I'm sitting up. My wine like way over there. Exactly, <laughs> and I can just reach right here and get mine. So you've been enjoying this new luxury apartment living so far? Enjoying, yes. But I almost feel like that word is an understatement. Man, man, y'all, we've been having a really dope experience. Baby, yes. you want to tell them what happened last night on the balcony? Well, last night, um, we so first and foremost, shout out to Amanda. She um, owns a business called Wandering. I wish I knew the name off the top of my head. <laughs> Wandering something about wandering. Um, but she lives full time in her RV and she sells, she uh, sells crystals. And the way she like do like, put the crystals together and pyramids and stuff like that. It's just the quality of it is so dope. So she sent us some crystals and last night it was a beautiful full moon and we put our crystals out on our balcony and right after we set up, Oh, here it is wandering. I think that's why you normally have a problem. This is why wandering dryad co. Yeah. So you got to spell it. Yes, W A N D E R I N G D R Y A D C O. Um, but yeah, so we put our crystals out on the uh balcony and under the full moon, me and my wife, we went outside. It was like the wind was blowing like crazy. I ain't know tornadoes supposed to be coming through. Now Actually, I know you mentioned <laughs> I know I told Nick last night, yeah, we was it was the weather was so nice. I end up asking um, Alexa what the temp was, and I want to say she said it was 69 or something. And I was like, what? We had the windows up. It was a nice breeze. It felt like we was on the beach. 
And then I think today I said that looking out the window, I said this tornado was <laughs> yeah but we enjoyed it it did feel like we was on the beach uh, it reminded me when we were in florida but while we were standing out on the balcony we heard some noise carla saw something in the distance <laughs> and, and i said babe look a deer yes and now, nick was like where and i was like right there and i know some people are like a deer bitch we always see deers we see them dead on the side of the road all the time but the thing is, y'all, this deer was a male deer with his antlers. Like, are they called antlers? I know mm. reindeer, you know. Okay, so yeah, his antlers, they was just out. He was a big, nice-sized deer. And just to see him in his own natural habitat, I guess. Just I know, it's supposed his... to be environment. Yeah, because, but it's like we're chopping down so many trees. It's yeah. Like... But just to watch him. I know, because back in the day, I actually, when I worked in the call center, um, it was one of my managers, I guess, wherever his house was built, he actually put a, um, a motion light and a camera outside. And he would bring the pictures in and show us some of the crazy stuff that would be in his yard. Mm -hmm. So usually you, sometimes when you move into new houses, you will see stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But it was just awesome. I told Nick, I said, we're not even in a house. And it's like the area that we live in, it has like a really good view. Yeah. And then just for us to see that, we were like, oh my God. And then... He could hear us, and it's almost like he looked directly at us. Yeah, and and it's like also the side, like the lady we bumped into to help us choose our apartment. She asked if we liked a lot of sun. So the side that we're on, we can watch the sun rise right over the the mountains, mm-hmm. and it's just a beautiful thing. Me and Carla have been up early enough to actually watch it. It usually happens around like six forty around here. Yeah, just sit and drink tea and just watch the sun rise. And I just feel like the all the hard work we put in, it's like, dang, about damn time. Yeah. I feel like we deserved it. Yeah, it's almost that feeling you have when you're on vacation. Yeah. So it feels like vacation every day. It does. And actually, to be honest, it's been feeling like vacation every day for a long time for us. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people asked the question, they were like, why... Like, I thought y'all were living in the RV. Why Why did you make the move into the apartment? You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> why you laugh? What's that chuckle about? No, it was just when we thought about, like, when everything happened so yeah. fast, I had a moment where I asked Nick, I said, how did this happen? It seemed <laughs> like it happened just so sporadic. Maybe we can actually kind of talk through it and maybe it'll help people get an understand gain an understanding of yeah, it maybe. but it yeah it, it did happen really fast but the whole thing is me and carla we have learned how to play what i like to call and i'm i, I guess i'm the only one that called it. i made it up but um the energy game um and it's really focusing on one of the main universal laws the law of attraction most likely a lot of people have heard of the law of attraction and it's like when you first hear about it nine times out of ten you're just scratching the surface it's so much deeper but the more and more you get into it the the more and more you learn about it the more and more you have fun and play around with it and when you get to a point where you're having a desire about something in your head 
and then you manifest it and it's physical, you can experience it with all your senses. That's one of the most exhilarating experiences that I think a human can experience. Yeah. So, um, what do you, if somebody asks you the question, <laughs> ask me what? why, why did y'all go from RV into this luxury apartment? What would you say? How would you explain it? Uh, I don't, I, to me, I would just say, and it just happened is by chance it's time it was time it was our next best step yeah yeah it was our next best step so um i don't know because even when i think about it now sometimes i still had that moment like dang that happened like that <laughs> right happened just like that so um and the reason we knew that it was time it so when you're going through your journey and um you know it's something that you're trying to manifest or it's something that you're doing you start to have these moments where you learn if something is not flowing like mm-hmm. if it if it doesn't seem like oh this is easy like you got an easy button there and you just hit the button <laughs> if it don't feel like that then you're not supposed to be doing it yeah so we start having moments like that um in our rv yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was getting crazy. Yes. But, um, oh, did you want to keep going? Go ahead. Well, no, I, I guess the way I would explain it. So, um, when we first quit our job, our, our truck driving job, the next best step, again, we always, what's the next best step you can take and feel good about it? The next best step for us was to live full time in our little travel trailer. We did. We made the best out of it. But you got to understand you're always there's always more you're always creating it's like the universe we it's like you never stop creating so when we first quit our job and I was thinking okay what would I like to manifest this is when I'm still kind of just trying to understand the game and I'm still trying to understand it but I know more than I knew last year and the year before that and five years ago when I first started really digging deep into this actually longer than that but um so um, I, when I first quit, my thing was, I was like, okay, I want to manifest a fifth wheel. I knew it knew it down to the name grand solitude. I forgot the damn name now. Grand, I know. Grand I solitude, like, 350 something. I don't know what it was. Yes. Um, and then I was like, and I want this type of truck. I want it to be this, 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 like a, um, I knew the exact like Dodge Ram, I think 3,500, blah, 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 blah. And I want to make uh, over $10,000 a month and blah, 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 you know, just really, really specific. Um, because I'm like, okay, if the, the law of attraction, they say, all you gotta do is think about what you want and you will get it. So I was like, okay. So I was like, this is what I want. And I'm writing it in my journal and you know, but the thing is while going through this journey, I learned how, how deeper it is when it comes to manifestation, as far as how you really can trip yourself up and you can push whatever it is that you want further and further away. So, um, I really had to get to the root of why I wanted a fifth wheel or why I wanted a bigger truck. Cause you got to keep in mind at this time, I'm living in a smaller space, even though I'm making the best out of it. Um, I'm driving this truck that it was an older model truck. And I had to just really understand, I want something, I want a, a, a newer truck. I want to feel comfortable when I'm riding in it. Um, when I, in my living space, I want a space separate where I can actually work on my creative things 
by my like not by myself but I have that yeah sometimes by myself like when I'm making my music I like to record by myself when I'm editing just a space to get away it's just space to stretch my legs that's all I wanted when I look around I want to feel good about it what I'm looking at and I want to be free and that's when I really thought about that I was like okay so I had to learn to focus on the actual emotions of it and what I wanted to feel and if you think of it being in this apartment we're experiencing everything that we wanted that we would have gotten for the fifth wheel yeah because we can still travel as much as we want we have a truck down there nice truck dependable Yeah. yeah we had to put a new engine in that bitch but we got that and we have so much space in here and it's beautiful when we look around it's a vibe yeah and yeah on the flip side like while nick she's over there being all detailed mm-hmm, her you know being detailed about what it is that she want i'm over here being myself and i'm just like if it's meant for us whatever is meant for us whatever is meant for us will come to us like if i'm supposed to have this then it'll happen me i don't get into the specifics of things i just kind of go with the flow Mm -hmm. and sometimes nick and i will have a conversation sometimes and then we'll come to an agreement Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what happened um when we made the decision about the apartment we didn't even realize (laughs) um that we both was ready yep until we sat down and we ended up having a conversation because um just to be a little vulnerable with y'all so me and nick both i told her that i wanted us to sit down and um just kind of write out you know things that we were ready to let go and then things that we felt like we wanted to let into our life and we actually didn't discuss it that day like once we did it yeah so we made our list yeah we made our list we didn't share with each other what we wrote on our list right and then i don't think we talked about it until a few days later (laughs) and so nick ended up telling me that she wrote down to let the rv go i said you actually said let the rv go yeah and she said yeah i said me again this is me being me i was like i just wanted to be more um positive about like when things were happening in the rv so it was just things happening you know you end up having to fix certain things in the rv and i didn't want to nag about it or just have it hanging over my head so i was just like just help me to be more positive and not be negative about the things that's happening so when nick said she wrote to let it go i was just like okay well it seemed like we both are having a feeling about the RV. And then so we sat down and we talked about it. And Nick was like, so are we saying we ready to let the RV go? And I said, I believe we are saying we ready to let the RV go. And you know, it's crazy because it's like, this has happened to me and Carla. Um, I must count like, like that we're aware of. I'm going to say a good three times. It's something about when me and Carla come together and we make a decision with no resistance in our bodies. And we like, okay, this is what we want. And we just go on about our life. It changes and it moves so fast. So I'm going to give you examples of when it happened. <laughs> the first time of my awareness, we've done it. No, we've done it several times, but I'm going to just give them these. Yeah. Um, 
because I'm thinking about when you quit your job, when you was like, I'm ready. Like, I, I don't want to be, but yeah. th- that's not it. So the, the one I'm thinking about when we met up, me and Carla, we met up and we were saying, okay, we're ready to leave, t- stop trucking. We didn't even know that we were ready to stop driving trucks until we came together and we just made a list of goals and things that we would like to see where places where we would like to see ourselves in the next few years, just really having that meetup and that conversation to just calibrate with each other. Yeah. And when we came together and made that decision, y'all, we made that decision in May by August, we were taking that leap of faith and out of the truck. Yeah. And it's crazy because Nick and I, we have talked about this before it's like we will have feelings ourselves, and we're trying to kind of, you know, like think about or say, okay, so what is this feeling that I'm having? Like trying to get an understanding of it. And then after we get an understanding of it, just something random will happen where we will end up coming together and having a conversation about it. And it's like, dang, you've been thinking about Mm -hmm. this too. (laughs) And then, so we like, okay, well let's sit down and just see like, how can we do it? And and another (laughs) example was, so that the first example is when we were driving semi trucks, that was like what we did as a job. And then the second example, we were driving my old pickup truck. It was like a 96. Well, I had to say it like that. My old pickup truck. Because it was an old (laughs) pickup truck. But that truck actually did us good. That's the truck that actually drove us to... um, PA? To get close to your mom so that we could go... You know, on our trucking journey. Oh, yeah. And yeah. remember, we was riding in that truck. Y'all, we didn't have heat. Yeah. We had a blanket. Yeah. And we thugged it out. We yes. was like, okay, we're about to go to trucking. We actually blogged that. Yeah. <laughs> and so that truck has really helped us. And yeah. not only that, we actually had one point, And I think, did we talk about this, about, like, how we had a neighbor a lot of people would see the truck and be like, that's a nice truck. Yep. And we actually had a neighbor that was helping us fix the truck yep. up. Mm-hmm. And even me and Nick, we got to the point, y'all saw us where we was like, okay, we're going to paint it. We don't like the paint flying off. So yep. we want to feel better about what we're riding in. And y'all, that's what we mean when we say make the best out of where you currently are. So like, even though Nick was saying, oh, I want this type of truck. It's like, okay, but are you ready for that type? Type of truck and yep. can you actually just accept the truck that you're in right now mm-hmm. so part of that acceptance is okay let's see what we can do to make ourselves comfortable yep. in the situation we're in and y'all don't even know this um oh maybe they do okay so with the no heat situation in the truck Somehow I was trying to research like what could I do about the heat or something about defrosting the windows. And this guy had recommended actually getting a heater and turning the um the vent on and he was like that would help. And so when we got that heater, we was like, Oh <laughs> shit, we yeah. got some heat. Yeah. <laughs> we were so crunk about that. Even when we painted the truck, yep. we was like, hell yeah. yeah. We was like, this shit, like, even though, you know, people had shit to say, we didn't care what people were saying. You can't. We was like, we feel good about where we are right now and what we riding in. And then it's like, because of that, that truck helped us get all the way to PA. Yeah. And when we were in PA, um, I I remember just being I remember just being appreciative. We were up in the mountains in PA, looking around. Our, we had our freedom, 
and I was in the bathroom doing something to my hair and I walked out and I was like, Carla, did we ever come to together and just make the decision that we were ready to let the truck go? Cause you know, I may have little thoughts in and out of my head. Carla may have thoughts in and out of her head, but did we ever come together officially and be like, okay, I'm ready to let it go. <laughs> and then when we made that decision, we came together just again, the second time, second example, shit started to change. So I'm going to tell you this. I think it's really good to come together, especially if you're in a relationship, come together with your partner, see what's going on. Like, understand where y'all want to be in the next few years. What are y'all ready to let go? What are y'all ready to welcome into your life? But just understand when you do that, you're going to experience contrast. Things are going to begin to happen. And when I tell y'all that truck acted up worse than it had ever acted up in its life. Oh yeah. We were <laughs> not having any problems at all. Yep. And when we came together and was like, Okay, we ready to get another truck. What was it the next week? Yep, that motherfucker went put 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 put. That motherfucker. I acted said up. the truck was like, I y'all y'all up here talking shit about me. I done got y'all the PA. <laughs> I'm gonna show y'all ass. And we was like, what is happening? <laughs> but then even when that happened, and we start trying to figure out, okay, is this something that we can get fixed? But when it started seeming like it was too much run around, again, we was just like okay bump it we finna get another truck mm-hmm. and that even that situation yeah. remember the situation where we was like okay we gonna get another truck y'all no lie me and nick and this is what we mean y'all when we say you have to know in your spirit in your soul that everything is gonna work out mm-hmm. you can't be like okay i'm gonna get another truck and be like Hey man, I hope this shit work out because mm-hmm. I sure can't get down here and not get a truck and then this shit don't work out for me. Like, you can't be thinking like that. You have to know, like, in your core, this is going to work out. And this is what I mean. So, me and Nick, we in PA. <laughs> we done made the bold decision. Okay, we're going to buy a plane ticket and we're going <laughs> to go back home and we're going to find a truck. Yep. Because we was already looking around and y'all know, like, Right now, it's hard to find trucks, definitely up in PA, because everybody need they little four-wheel drive. Yep. They really ain't trying to get rid of their trucks. And then you got the trucks that probably got the rust on them mm-hmm. that they trying to get rid of. Ride it so out. we was like, bump that. We're going to go back home and look for a truck. So my daughter, she was like, so y'all just going to get on the plane and go home? We was like, yeah. And then, so my daughter was trying to question us, and, and that's something else. Like, you have to be careful, regardless if it's family or if it's friends, because when they start throwing their questions out, they could make you question yourself if you're not sure. So when my daughter started asking me questions, I was like, it's going to work out. I was yeah. like, we're not worried about that. And my daughter actually had something at home that she was trying to get. It was a bed or something. A mattress. A mattress, a mattress yeah. So, um... I was like, we're going to go home. I was like, we're going to find a truck. I said, and we're going to bring your mattress back. And my daughter was like, okay. So <laughs> we got here. We touched down. Yeah, it wasn't even with. No, the next day we, we yeah, got the I'm truck. So when we touched it wasn't down. Even 24 hours. Yeah, it wasn't even 24 hours. Yeah. I don't even know if it was a good 12 hours because we got here at like 
four or something in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then we had found our truck like in the afternoon. It was like 12 or one o'clock yeah. when and, we found our truck. And it's like me and Carla, we're, we're very intuitive. A lot of y'all are. It's just me and Carla, we've been taking leaps of faith for years now that we know when that voice is telling us this is what you should do then that's what we do. We know how to communicate with our higher selves in so many different ways, whether it's through me, per- me specifically, I use a lot of things, coincidences, colors, numbers, voices. Well, not sometimes it is voices. Cause I remember when I was leaning on the truck, I heard it say, this is your truck. And you know, just so many different things. And the thing is too, that I wanted to really get out while we're still on this topic is is really when it comes to manifestation, it's all in your emotions. Like Carla said, when her daughter said, was asking questions, she was like, it's going to work out. And, but Carla wholeheartedly believed it. You got to be careful with what you, just because you say things with your mouth, if your body is not feeling it, then it's not enough. Right. And if I wouldn't have been so sure in yes. my heart, when my daughter started asking me questions, I probably would have been like, you know something? I really don't know, girl. We're just going to take this chance. Yeah, We're just nah. going to go down here and we're just going to see what happened. That's not being confident about yeah. it. So if I wasn't already confident myself, that's why I say even your family could make you question yourself. But when you know that this is the move and this is what you're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. that's what you do. Yeah. And it's like you got to understand your emotions. This is another thing that I, I keep wanting to get across. Well, I'm wanting to get across is your emotions is more than what a lot of people think. Your emotions is a guidance system. It's like a compass. It will lead you and tell you what you should and shouldn't do. So if Carla said that with her mouth, but her emotions felt like, mm, bitch, that ain't it, that ain't it, then it's like, that's not the move. But if she said it and she feel no resistance, everything feels good in her body, then go. It's like, you just got to learn how to get in tune and understand and look at your emotions as a guidance system. Not just you have, you've been angry about something. If you're angry about something, it's for a reason. Investigate it. Or if it makes you feel like shit, don't, don't entertain it. Is the more, the really the whole point of this game, the better you can make yourself feel, the, the more you'll manifest. Yeah. That's really the name of the game. You feeling good. Yeah. Cause I know I have days where sometimes if I get up and I told Nick, I've had a couple of times where I got up and something irritated me. I was like, I'm about to lay down and take a nap. Yeah. And I'm about to try it again. Yeah. You know, just like restart all over because that's what I use for myself. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the times it's just that compass that's within me, like that easy, but yeah. I say it, if it's easy, I'm on go mode. If it's something that's like, yeah. like if it if it's making me be like, oh no, that lets me know I'm not supposed to be doing it. If yeah. it give me that type of feeling, yeah. And if you feel like crap, a lot of people got to realize if you feel like crap, if you stay in that feeling for too long, you'll begin to attract more things that feel like crap. Like the law of attraction, it literally is that you attract what you are. So it's also like, for example, when we quit our job. I told my mom, cause it's like, I pay my mom some money or whatever for our, my dog and all this extra stuff. And I told my mom, I was like, I know I quit my job, but 
you know, treat everything the same. Like, don't don't try to be all like, oh, they may not have it because they quit their jobs. I said no, because I need to keep this frequency where I'm at. And the whole thing, what truck driving did for us is it allowed us to break into a frequency of not being concerned about bills, not being concerned about money and just being used to money just flowing in and flowing out. And that's that's what you got to maintain. So, for example, we had this lady. She was like, I want to um, join your membership, but I just ain't got it. I just I'm broke or whatever. And but when but I hope I get it one day because I'm really working on manifesting, getting it. I'm like, OK, so first and foremost, you can't attract abundance from a place of lack. If you're like, I can't afford this because it's like if you clinging on the money and you being stuffed with it and stingy with it, there's you're going to be there forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you have to change that way of thinking. Yep. I'll never forget when um, my ex-husband first heard me say I was a millionaire mm-hmm. when I said it. I was like, no, I said I was, we was on the phone with my daughter and we was trying to get her situated to go to P.A., and I end up telling her, it was like, she was, we, this was when we was thinking about getting her another car. And then something in me was like, okay, it's not time yet. You know, after talking to my cousin and my uncle, I was like, we're not going to worry about it yet. So I end up telling my daughter, I said, girl, I said, you know, your mama rich. I said, <laughs> you may not be getting it right now. I said, but it's going to be another time where I say, it's no telling what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I said, you may not even have to worry about paying for your car. No. And when her daddy heard me say that, he said, you rich. I said, yes, I am. <laughs> like, I believe that in my heart. Yes. And like, if I believe that, who is anybody else to tell me that I'm not? It's like nothing. It's like, I feel like I have abundance. And if you feel like you have abundance, then that's what's going to flow into you. I told Nick at one point, I used to have a fear of being broke. And the reason I had that fear of being broke is because of what I went through in my childhood. Just, you know, just the struggle and living in the projects and my mom not having money to pay lights and having to boil water to take Mm -hmm. baths. Just And so I grew up in the point of I have a fear of being broke. I don't ever want to live like that again. So I went through the thing of okay, like I'm not going to be wasteful with my money. Like if I spend it, I want to make a smart decision. And I got to the point where and Nick brought this up the other day when we started dating, I was just like, anything I want, I get. And Nick was just like, I had never heard nobody say nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, and, and believe it or not, because again, everything is in, everything is energy. This is a vibrational universe. Uh, everything vibrates at a different frequency. Um, Carla was vibrating at a frequency that I had never experienced. So when I came into contact her, when you come into contact with a person, one of three things are going to happen. Either they're going to bring you up to their frequency. You're going to bring them down to your frequency or y'all are going to part ways. So Carla was vibrating at a higher frequency, a frequency of, of abundance, not, not, not lack, no lack, no check to check. No, babe, what they used to say about your your job with the paychecks. (laughs) So people (laughs) used to always be like, Oh, we got paid today. And I would be like, we got paid. 
And this one girl's like, Carla, I want to see your motherfucking account because you don't even keep up with payday. And I used to laugh. Like, y'all, no lie. I would go in the store, buy what I needed. And then when I would um, be around somebody, they'll be like, girl, that was $10.99 or that was $11.99. And I'm like, I don't know. Whatever I want, I just get it. Yeah. You know, like, it would be times we would be trying to have a potluck at work. And then people would be like, uh-uh, Velveeta, high. Like, how much Velveeta you bought? I'm like, I don't know. I just went and got it. Like, yes. I know I needed it. So I'm just going to buy it. Yeah. And so <laughs> where I come from, I'm used to people saying they're broke. Like, uh, look, look, notice, pay attention. I can't, I don't even want to use it on myself, even in this example. But I would hear people say that they're broke. They don't have it. They live in paycheck to paycheck. Um, and I, I found myself doing the same things. But when I came into contact with Carla, she naturally brought me up to her frequency because I didn't fight it. And I was like, that is what I want. I want to live. I don't want to worry about money. I don't want to worry about living paycheck to paycheck. I don't want to be in that broke frequency anymore. At the time, I didn't know that it was energy. And from there on, me and Carla have not been like that in no broke fruits. I remember we was in Publix like two days ago. <laughs> and this white lady, she was walking down. She was distraught. She was looking at the, uh, we were in the freezer section. She was looking at the food. She was like, these prices are ridiculous. They're high. And me and Carla, we're just in our world, you know, enjoying ourselves, looking at the food, what we were going to buy. And then we didn't respond to her. So she turned her whole body around and looked at us. And she was like, right, right. Like she was waiting for us to respond. And we don't respond because we don't, we don't agree to that because we don't, we don't accept it. Like it don't right. matter. We get what we want. It's in our, in my opinion, money is, it's just an illusion yeah. for what's really being exchanged, which is energy. It's all energy. But, um, Hey, she went on about a little way. Yeah. Now so prices may be high for some people, but that's her reality. That's not my reality. Yeah. It's the same way. <laughs> I'm going to give two examples. Mm -hmm. It's the same way how people love to say, five guys high. I'll never forget my daughter sent me this little meme. And it was like, five guys high. It was like, can we get a couple of niggas? And the the meme was funny when I read it. You know, because I can see people saying that. Mm -hmm. And then how people say, oh, Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A high. I've never felt like that. Anytime I want to go to Chick-fil-A, five guys, that's what the hell I Yeah, that was another situation. (laughs) Um, My mom, me and Carla, we was, uh, we went to the, the Chick-fil-A, the local Chick-fil-A and, uh, we got our little meal. My mom was on the phone popping her shit. And, uh, when we got, me and Carla decided to eat outside, um, we parked in some little parking lot and we was eating outside. It was nice weather and all that. Fucking, no, it was outside of public section, as a matter of fact, because we were going to go grocery shopping. It was nice outside. We was enjoying our meal. My mom was like, ugh, I heard how much the food costs on the phone. Chick-fil-A's high. <laughs> and me and Carla just chomping on our food. I didn't respond. I mean, I, I could, I mean, what, what do you say to that? You're not supposed to say anything. Because, again, y'all could have got into a, a, a little back and forth thing. And it's not necessary because you don't feel that way. Yeah, like I don't. You said, if that's her reality, regardless of her being a relative, that's her reality, how she feels. Now, if you would have been like, 
Well, I don't feel like it's expensive. She could have been like, how you don't feel like yeah. it's expensive when they just said blah, 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 blah. Now. Yeah, and we really big on, again, <laughs> picking our own battles. Like, if that's how my mom felt, then that's that's how she feel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. Me and Carla, and this is the thing, you have to be careful about the narratives that you tell yourself. If you tell yourself you can't afford it, or if you tell yourself that you're broke, or that whatever it is, that's 100% true for you and me and Carla and a lot of times people will say certain things because they want you to either uh try to prove them wrong or prove them prove them right or why they are right or some shit like that Mm -hmm. and me and Carla we don't argue with the narrative you tell yourself because it's true it's true for you yeah it is it's it's uh what is it uh is it subjective it's uh yeah so if, again, if that's how you feel, then that's for you. Now I do want to let y'all know that, um, we do have our discord. So if y'all want to like discuss any of this stuff we're talking about, um, in real time with other like-minded individuals, whether you agree or disagree with some of the things we say, then, uh, definitely join our discord. You can visit our website, www.nickandcarla.com and it'll give you the link to join our discord. Yeah. And then maybe not necessarily do you all not agree with it. Maybe you want to learn a little bit more. Tell me a little bit more about this because y'all it's simply reprogramming your mind. Yeah. So even me, when I told y'all I had that moment of, Oh, I got a fear of being broke. Even that, even that is something that's negative when it comes down to law of attraction. So I had to even learn to let that go, the fear of being broke. And I think the thing that got me out of that was that moment when I got laid off my job Mm -hmm. and I was off for like over a year. Yeah, over a year. Yeah, Carla (laughs) lost her job and had no worries for over, no worries, period. She was, didn't know what she was going to do what was going to happen, but she was able to pay her bills, live comfortably. And it was over a year before we even figure out what our next move was. I know. And I was paying for, um, classes. Yeah. Pay girl. You want to mention how much you pay? No. Okay. It was a lot though. (laughs) One, two, three, four. It was a lot. Like I said, I was living my life and I think just that situation just taught me. Okay. So you can have this money and you can plan, but like, what is the end result? Like, you can't just have a fear forever. Yeah. You know? And so I do want to say this before we finally get off this topic and go to the next topic, whatever that's going to be. Um, but if whatever you're trying to manifest, if you're trying to manifest a new car, learn how to appreciate your current car. Or even if you don't have a car, appreciate your legs, whatever's happening there. If you're trying to, right. If you're trying to, uh, if you're trying to, if you want to manifest a, uh, new home, learn how to feel good about the home you currently have. And if it takes you fixing it up, remodeling it, uh, painting it, painting a room, redecorating, whatever it takes, you have to first feel good about what you currently have. You cannot attract, um, something from a place of lack. Right. Oh, and then the flip side of that is getting in the right frequency to receive what you want. Mm -hmm. So just say, for instance, how Nick said, if you want that car, um, a new car, what you have to do is imagine how are you going to feel when you're in that car? Mm -hmm. Like, are you going to feel accomplished? Is it something that maybe your current vehicle, if you don't have a vehicle, like, if it's going to be like, 
oh, I got heated seats. Oh, you know, I got automatic, you know, like different things in your car that you're going to be able to use. It's like, imagine yourself in that frequency. Now it's just to imagine it, to get yourself. I mean, imagine yourself having it so that you can get in the right frequency to get it, but you can't keep you know, say, okay, when it's going to come, when it's going to come, when it's going to come, you have to just know when I get it, this is how I'm going to feel when it come and then let it go. The same thing. Like if you know, you want a new house, how are you going to feel? I don't care if you get in that house built, I'm going to feel accomplished. I'm going to feel like, Um, uh, like I'm going to like sitting in front of my fireplace. I'm going to be able to invite people over. I'm going to enjoy my friends and family when they get here. I'm going to enjoy decorating my place. It's those good feelings that you have to get on the right frequency. And then after you have that moment, let it go. Yeah. And then another thing about the specifics, only get as specific as you can handle. So the more specific you get, if it start, if you start feeling that resistance in your body or that discord in your body, get off of it. What does resistance or discord feel Meaning like, like so they can if, know? Say, for example, if I'm like, oh, when I sit in front of my fireplace, but then you're like, oh, am I going to have a fireplace? You know, if it start feeling yes. like that, let it go. Just just be as vague as possible. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy having more space. I'm going to enjoy the way I feel when I look around, you know, just anything. Just yeah. get as vague as you need to if it ain't that easy button you need to let it go if it don't feel that easy exactly (laughs) look babe when you said something about a car y'all let me tell y'all i don't know if any (laughs) y'all other if anybody else does this but my wife does this and i've never done this because i've never been in a situation where i had to drive around with an expired tag so y'all how many people actually look at expired tags like when you're driving when you're walking and you like they need to get their damn tag <laughs> one day y'all nick noticed the tag how old was that tag man that mother was 2018 it was 2021 <laughs> <laughs> and I asked nick how did you even notice that because I-, I used to be that person i used to be riding around with expired tags <laughs> and now I be trying, and I used to be nervous. A cop pull up behind me, I'd be like, oh, Lord, please don't look at my tag. Please don't look at my tag. So is that what it is? If you ever drove around with an expired tag, you would notice if it's an expired Not tag. Not everybody like that, but me, yes, I'm like that. Yeah, because me, I've never had an expired tag. Now, I've had a moment where it's like, oh, shit, I forgot to get my tag. I got to go in today to get my tag. But it still don't make me look around and expire tag. So I was just wondering. That was random as hell. I know, but when you said something about a car, and I had that on my list Uh-oh. from a while back, yeah. um, the fact that you be looking at expired tags. Well, I, while we uh, take this little moment, I do want to take a moment to shout out our sponsor, Akeem Pierre. Um, shout out to our sponsor y'all this man is uh legit with the herbs it's a family-owned business from uh, it's out of jamaica and uh they sell a lot of different herbs animals saint john's bush a lot of different herbs that can hit a lot of different parts of your body it's one of me and carla's favorite herb mine's is between saint john's bush and the blue vervain saint john's bush ladies it helps with cleaning out your womb it helps regulate your hormones. It helps do a lot of stuff. Yeah. When it pertains to women. I had um, to drink some especially. today. Like, Oof. so 
I okay so this is it so you're supposed to drink it a week before your period and the week of your period Mm -hmm. but um I you know sometimes when you don't do things consistent you will miss out on doing it so I wasn't drinking my tea like I was supposed to um during my period when I tell y'all I'm going through ovulation right now and I had a pain that wouldn't quit today I had to hurry up and drink my tea. Did it and knock I, it out? Yes. You saw how I was yeah. on the couch. Like, I was hurting. And but just I think about how tea. life was when we didn't have it. I know. I would have been in the bed Because even Midal, even Midal wasn't like, it's almost like you drink the St. John's Bush and it goes directly to the source of the problem. Yeah. And it just takes care of your uterus, all that down there shit fallopian tubes all of it it just hit it all any type of pain that has to do with that the st john's bush it knocks it out for us fibroids it helps with all that so um if you use our code our discount code nick and carla um when you purchase your herbs from ikeen pierre then you get a discount right now you get 10% off. So definitely take advantage of that. Uh, again, my other favorite herb was blue vervain. It makes you feel very relaxed. I love drinking that right before bed. It helps me wind down and just have a really good night's sleep. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's real. It relaxes me mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. All right, y'all. So we're about to get into this podcast. And when I tell y'all, we have several things to talk about and I think it's something that needs to be discussed and the reason I say that is because it seemed like it's a lot of I don't even want to say back and forth it's a lot of women feeling like the men out here they're not right it's a lot of men feeling like the women out here they're not right yeah so we're just going to take the time to kind of talk through some of this stuff that has been going on And um, then I have a couple of questions for y'all. So um, the first thing that I want to get into is um, a while back. Well, I think this particular podcast, they've been getting a lot of slack here lately. The um, Fresh and Fit. Yep, Fresh and Fit. So they have been getting a lot of heat. I've been hearing their name. And then um, I had not been trying to check out what was going on with them until it was this one video that we ran across and me personally when I listen to them sometimes I just kind of wonder how did they end up with the mindset that they have so um it was this particular clip and I told Nick I said um I want to play it and I want to see um how you all feel about this from, from that whole stressful day, or let's say a whole week of stress, right? My girl's home as well. Why can't we have sex? Because I get it. You might be tired from Molly. I 100% get that. But every, okay, I'll say this. Every now and then, I understand that. But for the most part, if I'm paying the bills, I expect on some level, you know what? If you're my girl and you don't want me to step out, then take care of me while I'm here. Yeah, but if you have like the financial power, it doesn't mean that you can decide everything in a relationship. I like you should uh, put your woman in the mood. If you want to have sex three times a day, yeah, I'm saying, 
couple of things in there he was saying like okay so if i'm the provider and i'm providing for you when i come home if i say i want to have sex he's saying like you're just supposed to be ready to have sex with him and it just came off kind of condescending when he was kind of like you know you've been doing whatever walking around in your heels so you say like you're tired from walking around in your heels and you don't feel like it so he said, give those little examples of I've been tired or whatever. Somebody I'm making sandwiches or, okay, somebody broke in the house. Oh, okay, they're going to have to wait. I just don't understand how that's the same thing. How, yeah. like, how can you say the same thing? And I feel like the female have a point. Like, say, for instance, and he said, it's a given. It's a given. You know, she was like, like, I ain't saying like you got to go down on me. She was like, but let's have some type of foreplay. Don't think that you're just going to walk in and be like, hey, I had a hard day. Suck my dick. Or, hey, I had a hard day. Pull your skirt off. And she was like, like, I need some type of foreplay. So he was like, that's a given. No, it's not a given because look at how you're talking about, oh, you was making sandwiches or somebody broke in the house. Walking in your heels You don't feel like it. So it's not a given when you didn't say it. Right. Right? So... These dudes got these dudes and a lot of people, they just got deep rooted issues like these men. These are black men. I don't know if y'all can tell by the voice. I don't know if the other one fully black, but I know the one he looked like he's straight out of Africa. No, no offense, but he looked like he fresh out of Africa. And uh, this is another video that I wanted to play so y'all can just see like these deep rooted issues they got towards uh, not only women, period. Like they already sound like little Kevin Samuel minions, but um. Black women. So check out this clip right here, y'all. And then we'll talk about it more. About the black dating app called Black. <laughs> oh, I, it's funny. I never used that one, bro. But oh, hey, man. Hey, 
I mean, hey, bro, if you want to date a bunch of Shaniquas, go for it, man. LaQuisha. I, yeah, like, I, me and Fresh aren't really down with the brown like nah, that. Man. We ain't Night Riders. No, nah, so, I'm good. Uh, you know, sometimes if they're, you know, Redbone, but, like, in general, me and Fresh uh, don't dabble in the dark, if you know what I'm saying. Yep. Uh, okay, so last one, guys. Uh, <laughs> Final round. Now, we're not going to mention names for certain reasons, right? Yes, yes. For a bunch of legal implications. But if you guys are, are you know, in our, in our community, we talk about this. Okay, yeah, so that was the question. It was about them getting on a black dating app and dating black women, and they were, you heard what they said. Yes. So I guess what I wanted to know, and not that we can, um, I guess we could answer these questions, but I think it's more so, you know, for the hetero couples. So I just was wondering, like, how do women feel about this type of behavior? from men and it's not just them even with them being black there's a lot of men in in general that feels this way and i just want to know what type of women are dealing with these type of guys like accepting that type of behavior what type of woman is dealing with them and again i said like do y'all feel like they got a hatred towards women yeah so if y'all can please uh start let's start that conversation up in the discord as well in the let's be brutally honest podcast room um and let's talk about it in real time yeah because i just want to know like what's gonna happen since you know men and women they kind of getting disgusted with each other yeah so like like what's gonna happen like are they gonna be gay are they gonna be fucking on the low no you got a lot of like we're not gonna have relationships no more like what the hell about the hat you got some men who don't like women but they still fuck women same i guess you could say the same about women and men but I just know personally, like women who despise their moms because maybe what their the decisions they mom made, the men they had around them. This is a scenario that I've heard plenty of times. Yeah, I actually knew this guy um, that I used to work with, and he actually made the comment that he don't. In in so many words, he was saying that he don't trust women making decisions. Mm -hmm. And the reason he don't trust women making decisions is because of what he saw his mom, like some of the things his mom did growing up. Now, he admitted his mom did what she had to do to take care of them. Mm -hmm. But because of that, he don't feel comfortable letting a woman make a decision. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Man. Them dudes, they really do got some issues, but... Yeah, but that also made... Like, since you brought up Kevin Samuels, <laughs> um, it actually just made me think... I've heard him say in the past that he feel like women damage men or... Um, as as Okay, so, like, say, for instance, if a woman had a son, right? right. He feels as though women damage those young boys and make them emotional now one part of me kind of do understand it right Mm -hmm. and the only reason i say one part of me do because of when we was watching little bryce have his little emotional outbreak when we had watched lily that time Mm -hmm. and he was being very emotional but my question is i want to know like why do women get the blame for men leaving their relationships right because if a man is not in the home and again kevin samuels love to say because we require too much and i feel like that's the same thing that fresh and fit 
it's when it comes down to a lot of the time the black women they feel like oh black women require too much they fuss too much they nag too much and I just feel like, okay, so you just want it easy. You want to have somebody that you can run over or what does that mean? Because not all black women out here are acting like that, Mm -hmm. but I feel like they put everybody in a group and say, like he said, a Shaniqua. Everybody is not a Shaniqua or Banquisha. Bastard. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) It slipped out of my mouth. It's like, why do women get the blame for men turning out like that? I don't get that. I don't get why it's some narcissistic type of shit. It's some not accepting or taking accountability for your part. (laughs) That's what it is. Yeah. Because at the end of this is how I look at it. So say for instance, when my mom and my dad split up and this was right when my mom got pregnant with my brother. Mm -hmm. So this is a black, a black man in the house with his black son. Right. And he's stepping out. He's cheating. He's lying. He's on drugs. Mm-hmm. He's doing all of this stuff to the point it breaks down the relationship. Yeah. And it's like the trust and everything leaves. And then somebody make the decision. I can't do this no more. Either the woman make the decision. They can't do it anymore. Or the man make the decision because he can't do what he want to do. He's going to leave. But why do the black woman get blamed for that? Because when I tell you, my mama went through hell with my dad. She went through hell. It was time she would be trying to hide the little rent money. I remember one time, Nick, she actually cut a hole in the mattress and she stuck the bill money down in there. Do you know my dad found it? They said a crackhead can find money. Oh, yeah. I had a few crackheads in my family. We used to have to have, when we knew that they were coming over our house, we had to have our shit. I, I don't Can know. Leave no jury, jury, none, no, no shit of value out yeah. or they would get to it. So I just don't understand <laughs> why women get the blame. It's like, if you have a son, you can only do so much. Some people don't have a male role model that they are around that can help raise this child up this boy up the way that society feel like he should be raised Mm -hmm. so even for me i feel like you know um the men in my family i don't feel like i have any strong black men in my family like when people look at the strong black men do they take care of their families yes they do they are they still you know like in the household with their family yes they do i have some of them been trifling yes the hell they have and just so happen it's like the relationship is still going but still they still did things that damaged their relationship now i don't know why the women decided to stay but they did are they real happy i'm not sure all right so um the next thing we're going to talk about is how do you find balance with friends and family so we had two people that actually wrote in to us okay and i guess i'll read one and then you can read the other one okay um this one was just posted um and it said how do y'all respect your individual self-love routines and needs while being in a relationship 
Uh, my thing is we just like uh, self love. So if you're thinking about spending time with yourself, grooming, whatever, I just take that time or yeah, I just take the time. I leave. I'll be like, Carla, I'm going to just go to hang out on my own and just do a little shopping and just enjoy myself. Or, um, and we just respect each other's space. Yeah. And, but I think you also have to have trusted in relationship, you know, to make sure that you are able to do that. Just be like, look, I'm getting ready to leave or I'm getting oh, ready yeah. to go, whatever. <laughs> I guess you're right. Cause I mean, me and Carla, we trust each other. Like we know we ain't on the bullshit. Like I just recently had a moment by myself the other day. Like I was just, I was like, babe, um, do you mind if I just go ahead and drop you off? I'm just going to hang out by myself. Yeah, and, and I was like, girl, yeah, take me home. I was <laughs> it was like, a lot going on anyway. I was I, like, yeah, <laughs> let me get me a drink and relax. Yep. So she came home. I don't know what she did. Maybe she, shit, I don't know what she did. I just know that I took my time. I was shopped. Well, first and foremost, Carla was already out doing whatever, but I was at home and I was taking a shower, really taking my time and like clipping my nails, had music going, just really enjoying my alone time. And, um, and then when she got back and we ran out real quick and that's when I was like, I want to just go ahead and spend time with myself and just take my time shopping because I'm like, I really want to pick through things while I shop for myself. And I don't want to feel, I just don't want to hear nobody else. I just want to spend time with myself. And so I took that time and, you know, look through things, listen to music. I just had enjoyed myself and Carla respected that she understood that I wanted my alone time. And vice versa with her. Like sometimes I'll suggest it. I'll be like, babe, uh, would you like to go out and do something? Like get your, get your nails done or something like that. Just go enjoy yourself. Yeah. So I think that you do have to, um, find balance definitely when you are in a relationship and you have to just look at it as what were you doing before you got in the relationship? Were you going out? Were you getting your hair done? Were you getting your nails done? Were you hanging out with your friends? It doesn't mean that that stuff have to stop because you're in a relationship. I get it in the beginning of the relationship. It's like y'all all about each other. Y'all mm-hmm. want to be up under each other. But you still have to find a balance because the the friends and family that you have they can feel neglected if you go off in the field and start skipping with your significant other and you forget about them and then god forbid something happened and you need them and yeah. they'll be like i don't hear from you until you need something yeah so it's like you just have to find that balance i remember when uh carla first came into my life this is when i was really heavy with the the group that i was hanging out with we was just working towards our goals and stuff shit we still did us still shot music videos still you know all that stuff Mm -hmm. it's like that shit didn't stop carla wasn't jealous friends i would like to say wasn't jealous um but you know just still did us still do us yeah so i think the next one i like my long time (laughs) especially when i'm creating and when we were in like the rv and stuff sometimes like i would just go out and in the truck and sit by myself or I'll just run out by myself and just run errands or whatever. Shit. What were you going to say? No, don't make me yawn. I'm sorry. 
Uh-huh. But um, oh, I was gonna say the next um question that you're gonna read. Oh yeah, I think this is a good question too. So I want to give it from both perspectives. If you're single and if you have a family okay yeah so someone left a comment in our comment section and i told him this would actually be something cool to uh read on a podcast it says question for carla i have two children and i know what self-love means to me it's pretty much the same as you and lily things like grooming myself long hot baths relaxing and listening to music without interruption the issue is I can say no to family outside of my household, but I can't say no to those kids. My husband is amazing and he helps in a major way, but I just find it hard to make the time for my self-care um, slash self-love because the kids keep me busy. I work full time and so does my husband. My kids are both athletic and into sports, so we have to do all the wild things that come along with that. So my question is, did you deal with that when you when your two kids were younger and if so what's something that you did to help i almost feel like the 24 hours is not enough let me add i am very happy with life and even have a lot of peace but realistically i wish i had just a bit more time for me even if it was just two hours a week thank you both for being so real and so dang funny (laughs) this is a really good question it's interesting because um i just had a conversation with my daughter yesterday wasn't that yesterday so um my daughter yeah it was yesterday (laughs) yeah so you all know that well some of you all know my daughter she graduated she got her first job and um she's away you know in pa up there doing her thing So at first she was working a 12 hour shift and now I think she's on a regular eight hour shift and she actually um, called me and she said, she said, I'm just trying to, you know, get to the point where I get this adulting thing down. She said, I get off. She said, like, I'm looking at clothes right now that I know I need to be washing. She said, and I said I was going to do it today because I've been avoiding it the last two days. And she said, I got to get this done. And she said, mama, she said, I don't see how y'all did this with two kids. And it's funny because I remember when she turned 21, I had my daughter when I was 21 and she told me, she said, mama, I don't see how you did this. She said, I don't feel like I'm ready for life whatsoever. And I told her, I said, well, I wasn't then either. I said, but I had to get it together. So with you having a family, You have to take time where you can. I remember when I was with my ex-husband, we would have times that we would balance off of each other. It may be sometimes that I had to attend a football game or I had to attend a dance practice and he wasn't there and vice versa and it was due to work maybe our schedule didn't allow us to do it so then the other person we would try to bounce off of each other now as far as us hanging out i'm not gonna lie we did not miss out on our hanging out time if anything we had times where we was like we too tired to even try to hang out because it is exhausting when you have a family but when it was something that we really wanted to do I would watch the kids when he would go out and vice versa. He would watch the kids when I would go out. 
So you have to do the same thing when you're at home. If it's a moment where you like, look, I just need 30 minutes. You know, it would be times with us. Say for instance, my son, he needed more attention when it came down to his schoolwork because of his comprehension. So his dad couldn't deal with him. So I used to have to deal with my son when it came down to the work. Like my daughter, she was kind of like her dad. You tell her something, she pick up on it and she can do it. But my son, he was the type of person you would have to explain things to him. And then eventually he would get it. So it's kind of like how me and Nick always say in a relationship, you have a role and you have to know who is good at what things Mm -hmm. but when it come down to you having your self-care y'all are going to have to make sure that y'all are looking out for each other so that you can make sure that you're still getting it i get it you have kids but you're not gonna tell me you don't have a moment where you be like you know some i just need a time out and it's nothing wrong with saying that it's like a lot of times we feel like because we parents like we have to be on go mode but y'all ain't gonna lie at one point i ain't even want kids so you know i got tired when i had kids (laughs) and i'm just gonna keep it real and thank god we did have like my family is not huge but my sister, she was around. So my sister did help me sometimes when it came down to if I had to work on the weekend and um, she would watch my kids or if it was something where we needed a little help, she would try to pitch in and help too. So it's kind of like how they say it, like you have to have, how do they say, a community? A village. A village it takes a to village. help you. I don't care if your village only consists of four people. That's what you use. Because back then when I had a village, we only had four people. And one of the people in the village used to be working all the time. So they couldn't help. So it was really the only three people. Like my sister husband worked all the time. So my sister would be trying to help me and my ex-husband. So it's like you have to find time where you can. You have to do it. When they're little... It can, it's like, you have moments like when kids little, you can kind of be like, okay, like they taking a nap. Let me lay my ass down too, Mm -hmm. you know, because if you don't hurry up and get this nap in, you're going to miss out on it. And kids keep you going. So like I say, y'all have to find time with each other where you can be like, look, I just want, I need to be able to go and soak for about an hour. I don't even care if that hour is Okay, do the kids go down at 8 o'clock? If that hour is from 7 to 8, he can help go ahead and put them kids down, feed them dinner. And 7 to 8, he can be watching TV or reading a book or doing an activity while you in there soaking. Mm -hmm. It's like you have to find a way to balance. The same way I'm pretty sure y'all lives are not just over with. I know my ex-husband, he still had his friends. He went to tailgate. Mm -hmm. He went to trips to Atlanta. He did everything. I did the same thing when I felt the energy. I would hang out with my friends. I would go back to Birmingham and hang out with my friends. So it's like, like they say, you find time to do the things that you want to do. Yeah. And I think one thing that you said a long time ago that stuck out to me, um, this is when you was kind of going through like your rough period or whatever, Mm -hmm. but you were saying that 
you realized that you needed to get yourself together and be in a happy place or you will be no good for your kids. Yeah. It was something like that you said. Because I had got to the point and my daughter even mentioned this um yesterday. You mm-hmm. remember when she said she said now I see why my mama used to be fussing when she came home. Mm-hmm. She said she would be like, Yeah, I've been here all this time and I come home and the house still messy and my daughter said, she said, it's only me here. She said, I'd be over my damn self. <laughs> like when I come home and stuff is not in order. Yeah. So I used to get off and I found myself coming home fussing, especially when my kids got older to the point, like they was getting off, of, getting out of school, coming home, letting they self in. And it was time, like they could actually help around the house. Mm-hmm. I would come home and be frustrated as hell because I'm like, not only do I got to come home, I got to try to cook y'all something to eat, then go to the gym for this little bit of time and come home and shower and do this shit all over Ooh, again. Yeah. And because it was getting frustrating and I found myself fussing a lot, I was like, you know something? I'm going to have to just make myself a priority. Yeah. And it got, at one point I wasn't even going to the gym cause I was getting off work, coming home, cooking, you know, doing homework, getting them settled and then doing the shit all over again. I got to the point I was like, look, I'm going to the gym. When I get off work, I'm going to the gym. It's like, I just had to be selfish <laughs> yeah. and just let him know. And guess what? He survived. And look, and all she asked for is two hours. Come on. A now we week? can, right. We can squeeze that in somewhere. Girl. She like, should be getting more than two hours. You think? I mean, possibly. I, I don't know, know how old her kids are. Yeah. It sounds like they may be young. Okay. But still well, like two I hours think, a week. Come on now. Remember my kids? I used to put my kids in bed at eight. Yeah, now, I remember they used to be a bedtime I had before. Yeah, now and you better go ahead and get um get you some of that Doctor Tills um <laughs> melatonin. I did see somebody uh said they put their little kid in the uh bath melatonin bath. Yes, bathe they butt. Is that illegal? No. <laughs> now I tell you what's illegal, and people used to do it, and I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I didn't did it before. Don't you judge did me. what now? Judge your mama. I didn't gave my kids Benadryl when they went sick. <laughs> Damn. And let me tell you, actually, this older guy, he told me that. He said he had told his wife, your ass better stop drugging them kids up. <laughs> oh, but sometimes shit. they be bouncing around so much. And you just be like, look, I just need you to calm down. So I wouldn't get them the Lord. full dose. I would get them like half the dose. And they would. It would calm them down. And I would be like, yes, I'll never forget what time. This is when Sierra was little, though. I had breastfed her, girl. I had went out drinking, and they say you're supposed to get rid of the milk. Like, you're supposed to. So I caught myself trying to pump. Girl, I guess someone was still in there. When I tell you my baby slept all day. Your baby was uh, Look, drunk from your titty milk. Look, I had to wake her up, girl. Oh, my she goodness. She was so knocked out. I was like, oh, my God. I said I pump. I said, but she still <laughs> sleep. Girl, I had to wake her butt up. She good. Girl, look at her. She's, She's thriving, strong. y'all. <laughs> she thriving. It just remake me what you saying. It reminds me because I know it could be easy to judge somebody when you hear that. Like, oh no, how dare she do something like that? But it's like not everybody is is willing to be real with some some of the shit that they've done in their life. But it makes me think about that movie we watched on Netflix. I, I can't remember the name of the movie, but it was about a mom. And it was oh, just yeah. showing, it was just showing the viewpoint of a mom who 
was who had kids and she had a husband and i guess it was expectant of her to give up her aspirations because she had aspirations to be like a a writer a writer and um her kids were kind of her two daughters was kind of a handful you can tell and then her husband he had his own aspirations y'all and they was just showing her life of how she was just getting swallowed by taking care of the kids, taking care of her husband, having to fuck him and all that. And also wanting to be a writer. And then all of a sudden y'all, she just left. She just dipped on their ass. It's some mamas who have done that in this life. Yeah. Now I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying that it's wrong, but it was very interesting to watch, um, that play out, you know, just to see it. It can be overwhelming. That's how come, that's why I said a lot of times when you become a parent, sometimes people will try to look down on you or you will feel like, okay, I need to make sure that I'm doing this. I put myself in this situation, so I need to make sure I'm handling things or taking care of things when it's okay. Just because you're a parent, it doesn't mean that you don't get tired. It doesn't mean that you have to walk around with a, a, a Wonder Woman cape on or something like that. It's okay. You know, it's okay to ask for help. And sometimes you have to do that. I actually told Nick, it was one time where my sister actually couldn't help me because she used to work with um, the band at A&M and I had a job where I had to work on the weekend. I had to find this little young girl. She was a teenager and I actually had to get her help to watch my child while I was at work. Yeah. So I would be dropping my child off and then having to go pick my child up. I either had a three I think I would have to go in at three and then get off at 10 or it was either I was going in at six, getting off at three and those schedules can be hard. Yeah. So like I said, it's okay, but at least if y'all can come together mm-hmm. and actually work on it. Okay. Like you can do this. I can do that. It's like help balance each other Team. out Teamwork. so that you don't get drained like yeah. that. And he shit. I wonder if he know how draining she feels or not. He may not because I know my friend in Birmingham when she was married to her husband, that's one of the things she used to like complain to him about. She was like, look, I know you want to play your game, but it's like he used to be off in his own world. Mm -hmm. So she used to be getting the bulk of it. Mm. She would be getting off, having to fix dinner, having to entertain them, having to get them ready for bed. She would be doing all this and he'll be somewhere fucking gaming. And I'm like, why is he not helping you? Yeah. And she would be like, girl, I tried to help. You know, he going to do what he want to do. I'm like, no, like that should not happen when you got yeah. another person there. One person should not get wore out like that. Shouldn't. Uh, but the name of that movie on Netflix is called The Lost Daughter. Oh, that movie right there. Crazy. It was, it was just, we was, me and Carla was sitting up in the bed trying to put the pieces together, trying to understand what was happening. Honey, it was when she left them little girls for me. When she left. She left they ass. It's like, she just went and lived her life. Yep. It, and she went back because she missed them. And then when she went back, they woke her ass out again. <laughs> and then she left again. Girl. I was like, damn. Yeah, that's how you just but don't I see said, That's how you be feeling, though. And like, I, you really be feeling like, 
man, can I just get a fucking time out? But look, we so we so used to mothers being looked at as superheroes, and you know they can they got it all together. They the glue this holding everything together. When I saw that movie, I was like, oh my goodness! I was like, I can see how she would feel like that, but she was actually bold enough to leave. And then I started asking questions to Carla about how she felt. You know, being a mother, having a job, taking care of kids, cooking, having a husband, all that stuff. And it was just, it was a very interesting conversation just to see, just yeah. to to hear the realness of the raw, the rawness of just how she was really feeling. Yeah. And like I said, I think a lot of times, you know, women, they feel like they're supposed to take on this role of being like, a superwoman or a mm-hmm. wonder woman and you don't have to do that because a lot of times if you do it and you don't ask for help men don't know what you be going through yeah a lot of men i always say they got this gene in them and i just say it's called dumb that's what Damn. i call it for me just having to deal <laughs> when i used to deal with men back in the day it's like if you don't bring it to their attention they not looking around and checking for you at least not the ones that i ran into you think it's because they just don't have that natural nurturing? It, it, that could be it too. That women have. I think I, I actually feel like men that are nurturing, they are probably more attentive mm-hmm. and they want to be around their kids more. Mm-hmm. It's just so happened the ones that I have seen in my life and the ones that I encountered, they were not nurturing like that. Well, I'm glad you made it through, honey. Your kids turned out amazing. Honey, I'm glad I made it through, too. You I'm glad Sierra. your kids made it through, Look, too. Sierra said, she said, well, mama, I just said all that to tell you thank you. Yeah. She I, said, yeah. thank you for the struggle. She said, because I can only imagine what you went through. Baby. Because <laughs> yes. she said, the way things go right now, if I had kids, they'll be S-O-L. Right. And see, my mom... <laughs> my mom she had me at 17 and like you talk about that village i remember always being babysat um like if it wasn't it was like my auntie or uh that one lady i told you about who always used to watch us every now and then my grandma my mom she didn't mind like having us be babysat by other people some people don't especially i think it's a risky game when you do that though it is yeah Yeah, because you don't know what your kids being exposed to yeah what was you gonna say though? I was gonna say like I remember growing up, and I remember us being at home at young ages because my mom didn't trust nobody watching us. I remember one time my mama almost—I mean my sister almost burnt our apartment down trying to cook <laughs> because fire. she didn't know not to put water on the. A lot of fire. shit almost happened. She uh, 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 that was another thing too. If it wasn't us being babysat, we were. My mom used to leave us at home by ourselves too. Like yeah. I was, shit, I was young as hell. Shit, 10, shit, maybe a little younger than that, but I know for a fact, 10, you know, watching my little sister. Sometimes I'll be watching a few other kids and my mama, sometimes she'll go out to the club, honey. This wasn't no, just go to work honey, shit. I, my little ghetto <laughs> friend in Birmingham, who I used to have back in the day, my little ghetto uh, friend. Honey, she would put her kids to bed and tell them don't open that damn door and don't get up. Don't get your ass up and she would be gone to the club. Yeah. It's a lot of times she's some fucked up shit almost happened. I remember one time, like, cause my mom, she used to be a cop and her gun wasn't locked up and uh, my sister called the cops because I was getting on her nerves. I made her mad or whatever. And she called 911. She got her confused because uh, my mom was like, if you need me, like, I think page my beeper or something like that. I don't know if it was a beeper or a cell phone. And she said, leave 911 on it. 
my little sister didn't know no difference, so she just called nine one one to tell on me. Cause you were getting on. Yep, the to tell on me. And uh, when the cops came by, uh, which we opened the door, um, and they saw that her, they saw that she was my mom was a cop, and that she had her gun like that was there that wasn't locked up. So she almost got in trouble for that. I remember one time, um, it was me and like it was like six of us total. I was the oldest and we was over that lady house. And, um, um, I guess one of the kids had the gas stove on just running. That mug was bad. He was really bad. And when, uh, the lady walked in, she said she was so glad she didn't walk in with her cigarette lit. Cause she walked in, she could just smell all gas. She said it probably would have blew the whole place up. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I remember being little and we used to have gas stoves. Mm-hmm. We used to have those kerosene lamps. I don't know if you know what that is. Yeah, I know what it is. Yeah, we used to have one of those. And we used to have that little, um, that damn heater that you turn on. Mm-hmm. And if you put your damn hand on it, your ass will get burnt. We used to have to keep a, a container of water up there to help keep the moisture in the house. Mm-hmm. Like, all oh, that shit was dangerous for kids. Talking about being alone at home. It's probably a little bit better now, but I know some of y'all hearing these stories and y'all like, what the hell? If they win your life, just be thankful. But the cool <laughs> thing about it though, we attract uh, our target audience. A lot of them are on the same wavelength. A lot of them have been through the same thing that we've been through and experienced very similar things. Yeah, but you know, it's some people they come in and they knew and they could be like, man, they had a hard knock life. And I'm just like, if this was not your life, just be thankful because yeah. it could have been your life so just be thankful and just know we survived it yeah. made us some tough individuals I had, and I had some fun <laughs> shit I had fun during them times like it wasn't all I mean I know we can talk about the struggle and shit but it wasn't all sadness for me no. I had a ball it's like look at who we are Yeah, it's like a lot of that stuff I feel like it made us tough mm-hmm. because like my kids nowadays like, just look at how my daughter was complaining and how she don't think she'll be able to take care of no family. Mm-hmm. Like, me, when it came down to me, because I saw my mama do that stuff, I saw her be a single parent. I already knew, like, I can hold this shit down mm-hmm. just because I saw the struggle. But because my kids ain't never seen the struggle, girl, all they know is the good life. Yep. They wouldn't even know what to do if a struggle happened. They'll be calling me like, look, what I'm supposed to do? And for me, watching my mama struggle... It made me know I didn't want no kids uh, like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't want to go through no situation like that. And um, I think the whole being a lesbian thing helped a lot. Because <laughs> who knows, if I was heterosexual, I probably would have had some kids hanging from my tits. Ooh, honey. Yeah, and that just would have been... It would have slowed me down tremendously. Or I would have had to really, really just put in, like, even more hours of work, you know. Well, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that was good. So, what you finna get ready to take a bath in your garden too, honey? I sure am. Run some bath water. Yes. I look. I ain't had not one sip of my wine since we did this podcast. And I drank half of mine. (laughs) Let me go and sip some of this. But yeah, I really appreciate y'all for tuning in with us, honey. Oh yes. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for showing love. Thank you for spreading the word. Also, if I haven't mentioned it yet on our podcast no i haven't um we do have an nft that we dropped uh which is a non-fungible token 
um if you're into the whole crypto investing and all that um and you're into the nfts that's growing a lot of people are more and more people are getting into nfts um we have released one we're actually going to release some more uh little ones like a collection so just just definitely stay tuned to for that uh there's something awesome that you can put in your wallet is it growing value you could either sell it or and make royalties off of it or you can just hang on to it whatever you want to do but nfts is definitely available if you visit our website www.nickandcarla.com you will find a lot of our stuff our nft uh, the herbs that we spoke on um our reaction channel vlog channel all type of stuff so definitely visit our website all right yeah, anything else you want to say, baby? No, girl. I think I talked a lot today. <laughs> you popped your shit. I popped my shit. <laughs> uh, maybe that's what this creative space doing for you. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Look, it, we got our little, you know, salt lamp sitting over here. Yep, pink Himalayan salt lamp. Giving with our... some good energy up in here. Yes, with our crystals. I didn't even know the pink Himalayan salt lamp Uh, did all the stuff Had that you researched. Benefits, yeah. Yeah. So... All right, y'all. Well, we appreciate y'all for tuning in, and we hope to catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace.